This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. A new group of hopefuls arrive. We didn't hire you for your grades. We hired you for your fight. While others' love is lost. My husband, he was supposed to be the sheriff of independence. Do you know where that is? I'm Patrick Gomez from Entertainment Weekly, filling in for Jared Hall. And here's what to watch on Thursday, October 6th. We're counting down today's top three must-see picks from TV and movies. But first, your entertainment headlines. To kick things off, we wanted to let you know that EW has welcomed back former staffer Dave Carger as our new awardist columnist. The Turner Classic Movies host will be providing insight into the Oscars race all award season, and he started this week with his first ranking of all the contenders in six major categories. When it comes to Best Picture, Carger says there could be four sequels in the mix, Black Panther Wakanda Forever, Avatar The Way of Water, Top Gun Maverick, and Glass Onion A Knives Out Mystery. But Steven Spielberg's The Fablemans is the movie to beat after it took home the coveted People's Choice Award at the Toronto Film Festival last month. And next, we want to say congratulations to Hilary Swank, who announced she's pregnant during an appearance on Good Morning America, revealing that she and her entrepreneur husband, Philip Schneider, are expecting twins. While promoting her new ABC drama, Alaska Daily, the 48-year-old said, quote, This is something that I've been wanting for a long time, and my next thing is I'm going to be a mom. Later, while on Live with Kelly and Ryan, she said, quote, It's such a blessing, it's a total miracle. In darker news, Angelina Jolie and Brad Pitt's legal battle over their formerly shared winery continues to shine light on allegations of abuse the actress has levied against her ex. A new filing by Jolie's legal team states that during a flight, Pitt poured wine and beer on his then-wife and their children, and that, quote, when one of the children verbally defended Jolie, Pitt lunged at his own child and Jolie grabbed him from behind to stop him. To get Jolie off his back, Pitt threw himself backward into the airplane's seat, injuring Jolie's back and elbow. The children rushed in and all bravely tried to protect each other. Before it was over, Pitt choked one of the children and struck another in the face. Some of the children pleaded with Pitt to stop. They were all frightened. Pitt's legal team has said Jolie's story has evolved over time to include elements that are, quote, completely untrue. For more on all these stories, plus other news, reviews, interviews, and more, head to EW.com. A sinister and strange mystery lurks at the center of our first pick, the series premiere of A Friend of the Family. White Lotus actor Jake Lacey stars in this new drama series from Peacock that explores the true story of Jan Broberg, who was kidnapped as a young girl and assaulted by Bob Berktold. Berktold, played here by Lacey, was a close friend of Broberg's family and brainwashed her to believe she was abducted by aliens and had to do what he said to save her family. Here's a clip from the series where the families first meet. Okay, who wants to ring the bell? Well, what is the Brady Bunch doing on my lawn? That's our favorite show. That's no surprise. You're a dead ringer for Jan. I am Jan. Well, pleased to meet you, Jan. 
You must be the patriarch. Good to meet you, Broberg. Bob Birch told. Ah, nice to meet you, Bob. I'm Bob. Everybody's Bob. Are you girls a Bob? Well, come on in, you bunch of Bobs. <laughs> the series also stars Anna Paquin and Colin Hanks as Jan's parents. The first three episodes of A Friend of the Family are streaming now on Peacock. And if you want to hear from Jan Broberg herself, you can stream the Netflix documentary Abducted in Plain Sight. It's trivia time. Patrick Dempsey's Dr. Derek Shepard, or McDreamy, remains a Grey's Anatomy fan favorite. But the role almost went to someone else. Which of the following actors was considered to play Dr. Shepard on Grey's? Was it Rob Lowe, Alexander Skarsgård, or Peter Krause? Stick around for the answer. Grey's Anatomy might be heading into season 19, but the series is getting back to the basics. For the first time since season one, the drama is bringing on five new series regulars as the incoming intern class. And according to showrunner Krista Vernoff, the new additions are breathing new life into the long-running series. Take a listen. So this is a big deal, and it feels um, really exciting, and it's breathing a lot of new life into the show. It's allowing us to get back to the early model of teaching and learning, you know, to have five series regulars with the talent and, you know, chops and resumes that this group brings um, allows for, you know, storytelling focused on what it is to be a brand new surgeon again. But don't expect this class to be a revamp of Bailey's original five. After Gray Sloan Memorial lost its residency program at the end of season 18, it's a rebuilding stage for the hospital. And that means the applicants, well, let's just say they're not all Christina Yang's. Here's the really big difference between the season one class and the season 19 class. In season one, Gray Sloan was uh, one of the top rated hospitals. Mm-hmm. It, they, it affected the top rated surgical interns, you know, from all around the country. And uh, at the end of season 18, Gray Sloan had to shut down its residency program. Right. Because various things had fallen apart and it needed to be, you know, rebooted. The surgical program needed to be rebooted. What has happened here is that they've opened, reopened the surgical program on the heels of having been shut down. That changes who's applying to the program. Mm. But add to that, they've opened it six months after it shut down, which puts them in the middle of a year, which is not matching time. So this class is all diamonds in the rough. Mm. These are people who didn't match or who maybe got kicked out of a first residency, who have something in their history that caused their grades to drop, but they've combed through the hundreds of resumes and they've found really excellent candidates who had life experiences that led for them to them not being in the top tier matches. Let's just hope the interns steer clear of the 007 nickname. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9 on ABC. Stay tuned for our number one pick and the answer to today's trivia question. What to Watch will be right back. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. PlushCare is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. 
They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Welcome back to EW's What to Watch. The universe is expanding in our number one pick, the season premiere of Walker and the series premiere of Walker Independence. As the Jared Padalecki-led Walker returns for its third season, the CW is also launching a spin-off, Walker Independence. But first things first, let's talk about the flagship series, which ended season two on more than one cliffhanger. Not only has Walker been kidnapped, but did Captain James just ask Trey to become a ranger? Actor Jeff Pierre tells us what to expect from Trey's big decision. Something like this is huge. It's, it's, uh, it's life-changing for him, and uh, I She's been thinking about it. I mean, you know, he's, we're, we're, we're still picking up uh, right where we left off on season two. So okay. I think that was that was pretty much right where he was in the midst of, uh, midst of talking to Walker about it, actually, right before oh, the race. Okay. And uh, again, see, that was a moment where the wisdom from the great Walker. Uh, I think, you know, once the race started, he was kind of back in the, oh, okay, it's play mode. But I mean... Um, on this episode here for season three, it's it's really it's really starting to dawn on him. He's like, hey, I got to make a decision, and you know we we don't know which way he's leaning towards quite yet. But um, I think he's still on the fence. But it's it, it, it's something that has been on his mind for 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 a little while since uh, Captain James brought it up for sure. While Trey struggles with his big decision and finding Walker, of course, Walker Independence is taking us back in time to the Wild West, where Abigail Walker, a recent widow, wants answers about her husband's murder. The idea for the series came from showrunner Seamus Fahey when he still worked on Walker, not long after they decided to kill off lovable rebel Hoyt Rollins. While working on Walker, uh, I realized there is a little bit of an opportunity. It sounds cliche, but I always loved Westerns and I always wanted to make a Western. The first script I ever wrote was a Western. So it's trying to figure out a way back. And I kind of realized there was a little bit of a cheat on Walker um, after I killed off a certain character who I was feeling remorse killing them off. Um, <laughs> And we kept saying things like fifth generation walkers. So it felt like an opportunity to like, what was the first generation walker? And honestly, doing the math was like, wait a second. That's the starting point of like, who was, who were the first generation walkers and how to bring back this, this character who I loved and um, how to get away with doing a bunch of stuff that I always wanted to do uh, and tackling a genre that I, I love. So it was kind of, that was it. That was you know, with, with the stick of dynamite. Whether you're looking for a present-day mystery or one set in the 1800s, the Walker universe has got you covered. Catch Walker tonight at 8 and Walker Independence at 9 on The CW. Trivia. And finally today, the answer to our trivia question. Which of the following actors was considered to play Dr. Shepard on Grey's Anatomy before Patrick Dempsey took it on? Was it Rob Lowe, Alexander Skarsgård, or Peter Krause? The answer is Rob Lowe. Lowe was offered the role but declined, making room for Dempsey to fill in. But before Dempsey played McDreamy, he actually auditioned for the role of House's Dr. Gregory House in 2004, then of course got Grey's the following year. 
That's our show for today. We'll have more news and must-see picks for you tomorrow. So be sure to follow or subscribe to What to Watch so you don't miss our daily recommendations, more of which can be found at EW.com. I'm Editor-in-Chief Patrick Gomez. You can find us on Twitter at EW and at Patrick Gomez LA. Thanks for listening and have a great day. This episode of What to Watch was written by Kelly Shep, edited by Lauren Klein, produced by Sammy Junio, Ashley Boucher, and Jared Hall, hosted by Patrick Gomez, and executive produced by Chanel Johnson.